Hey, Barstool listeners, you can find every episode of this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. The Barstool Sports Dave Portnoy Podcast with CT, brought to you by our friends at BetDSI. They're sponsoring all our stuff, so we encourage you to stop them. There is no down season in gambling. Sure, the NBA Finals are over, but Major League Baseball is the best 24-7 betting sport on the planet. Day baseball, night baseball, weekend baseball, whatever you want, you have it. You want the College World Series? They have it. You want Trump versus Clinton? They have it. Literally everything you can bet on, they have. Uh, They are giving a free $10 bet when you sign up. The code is FATHER10, that's like blog father, FATHER10. Go to betdsi.com, sign up now as a show listener. You can actually try them out for free. A free $10 bet, FATHER10, F-A-T-H-E-R-10. That's the Father 10 Podcast. You get a free 10 bucks. BetDSI.com. If you haven't done this yet, wake up. They're an A-plus rated sports book. It's what I've been using since my bookie died, and I have nothing but great things to say about them. All right, Dave Portnoy Show, special episode. Trying to get CT for... I don't know how many years. I'm taking these headphones off because it's really hard for me to wear them. Um, Too long. I, I gotta say, like five or six years. How long? When? When was? When was the Paris episode? What year was that? Uh, 2003, right? Dude? I think it was 2003. I yeah. think we filmed 2002. Um, yeah. So January? No, is it January? It was right after 9/11. So 2002 is when we filmed it. It didn't air till three or four. Yeah. yeah. It's been a long time. So I think that was actually the first year of Barstool because we did write an article about that. Not me. It was one of our guys, and the title of the article was A Mass Hole in Paris. I remember that article. Yeah. It was one of the first articles that was all about you. <laughs> so we have CT finally here. It was probably first five. We used to be a newspaper, so it was first five issues we ever did. Uh, uh, we'll have to dig that one up. And then we also got John Hickey. Now, you, film director, Oxymorons, and that I will say you showed up with like on Entourage. We had like 10 guys rolling <laughs> here deep. We're like guys. 45 minutes late rolling. I have, I know, I 10 guys deep. Oh, I don't care about being late. Well, I'm glad I, you're I, I here. I don't want to be late. I don't like that. I don't like it when people are late with me. So yeah, no, he was. He was you got to let us make it up to you. Listen, if you guys are here, I've been hunting you down. It's nice for you to come. It's late. You uh, had a busy day. I know I've been a haunt for a little bit, too. I was bugging you. No, I, listen, again, this, <laughs> I have so many questions, so many things I want to go over. So I'm glad you're here. So let's start. How did you get on? Yeah, how did you get on originally All right. the well, Paris? I was in UMass Dartmouth, uh, playing hoop, uh, bartending at Envy the at pa- the Strand in Providence, working at Stevens Home for Boys. 9-11 happened. I, moved, I tried to transfer to UMass Lowell. Long story short, I uh, got my, uh, my shipbox Buick LeSabre. I was uh, living off campus in Lowell, working at the Palace. And uh, one day, I... Um, I went to my accounting tutor and I asked her if uh, if I can you know keep a stack of flyers on her desk and she 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 said yeah go ahead but uh, who in the world is from accounting is going to go to your party so fair enough she said you're better off going down to the rack which is the hard rock now in Fenway yeah, yeah, yeah. and hand out flyers there so I get there at eleven stuff in the back work my way to the front and um, snuck in bodyguards caught me the casting director heard me talk my way out of it she thought it was cute two weeks later I was in Paris. 
She's actually a producer now. So you didn't even really go to an interview. No, was... they made me do the whole song and dance, and yep. I didn't take it seriously at all. And then Rebels, mm-hmm. my cousin, he, um, you know, he really pushed me. I wouldn't have been on that show if it wasn't for him. He's like, "You're crazy. They want you." And so I did all the fo- in the, the, the camera, the the footage that I sent in. I basically just had, I just carried it around with me and didn't do anything special. And I sent it in and then um, I did an over the phone interview. And uh, my mom, when they actually called the house, um, she would actually, she wouldn't tell me that they called because she wanted me to finish school. And then my dad on the other hand was like, go, go, fly, run. Right, right, right. You know, and, uh, you know, I didn't really think it was going to happen until they actually, they flew me to LA. And I get there, I sit down, and they sat me in a little tiny room, and they said, okay, you got two minutes, say whatever you want. And I was just like, wow, thanks. I did not think I was in jail, and I opened the Boston Herald, and there's my friend with, like, a bandana on. <laughs> it's like, Charlestown kid, and MTV. I'm like, what the? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I already knew Bernsey, who we both know, too. They, ironically, he's from, like, the same yeah, small Bern- neighborhood. And was, yeah, it was on before. He was actually one of my, my older brother's best friend at the time. And, uh, well, growing up, anyway. And uh, Who's Bernsey? David, David Burns. Burns. He's on, on the Seattle season. Yeah, two yeah, different yeah, color okay, eyes. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, like, yeah, original yeah, real Yeah, 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 yeah. From my neighborhood. The, the slap. Yeah, he bangs some dude out, but he also... No, the girl. No, he's banging the girl. He was hooking no. up with the producer. Yeah. That's how he got on the show. I'm talking about, wasn't he part of the slap, though, in Seattle? Like, that incident? He, no, that, that was like, the, the, the gay kid, Oh, right? that was yeah, gay guy. Yeah. That, that wasn't was even season. a slap. Well, that was a little bit of a slap. That I mean, a well, you're, that was we're like talking... That was like, I take your glove off like, again, and backhand again, somebody, but I challenge you to a duel. We're talking to you. By the way, do you watch... Do you, like, pay any attention to TV right now? Not so much. There's a character on The Bachelor... That a lot of people are comparing to you. Oh, like boy, his yeah. name is that Chad. Be a good thing. One of the all time like bullies, like alpha male type guys. Well, okay, first off. But he hasn't thrown a punch yet. And a lot of people are being like Go for him. Don't throw the punch. No, that's not what people are saying. They're like, this guy's a fraud because he's doing a lot of talking. Well, I love you guys. He's yeah. doing a no, lot I, of I talking. He's not banging on anybody. Well, yeah. here's the thing. I, that's why I love you guys, because I know on, on the road and I've traveled so much, whenever I'm out on the road or whatever, you know, I'm a big jerk face and all that. But whenever I come home to Boston, people always show me a lot of love. I, I, I would have had you back. What took you so long? Are, are, for you, are you hated on the road? I see. I think you're loved. Not so much. We've had we've yeah, been we, I, we've been on the road together, and we've had people that try to step. To but Chris. I almost feel like that's like some guy who's trying to test dude, them. You know, I, I, I do film this. I'm a knock out CD, and they have no idea what's you know. Yeah. Like, but for the most part, no. Like it's funny because I'm not shadows. The, you know. I, like, we're not I'm, going after anybody else in the... I mean, we, we've talked to Big Easy, who's funny. I want to talk about the time he almost died. But we are not, like, going after anybody else in the history of the shows. I mean, you're the guy. You're the guy. Not only for Boston, guys. Like, we're, we're spread over, and everybody reads us. You know, some people may joke, but it, it's your kind of that alpha male. It is bully. I mean, someone asked me I feel today, like I'm a counterpuncher. Somebody asked me Don't today. Don't start, now won't be nothing. They, they, start, they asked me today, they want me to ask you this question. Question. They said oh they haven't seen Adam in like a year. Ask CT if he's mounted on his fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> so like those, those are the type of questions. I still think he was asking for it. Yeah, I don't think Chris is a bully. No, I don't. Man. I don't. It, I, I the know. Way I looked I mean, at it was like, look, he just don't take shit. I tell like, you what, if I get to that point, but he's I'm a not t- stop. I mean, you're not. All right, I didn't know how big to expect you to walk in. Even tall wise, Adam must be like four foot tall, right? He must be a really small dude. I mean, he's not a big dude. But look, at the guy was. 
antagonizing me. Did he hit you first? You know, I honestly believe. And what incident are we talking? Because <sighs> you, you had him in your back okay, pocket when through pa- the years. Dude, when we were in Paris, first off, he was like, in my room. Me and him were buddy buddies, single and all that, this and that and the other thing. He was like spending all his money on girls. This, I was like fronting the money I'm, and everything. I don't know where he got. I don't know. All of a sudden, I was a big bad wolf. Let me, let me say, let me put on the like, bull, on the bully label right now with Chris. And not just because he's my boy. I've been on the street with Chris everywhere. A bully, though, would just pick on the Adams. Any dude on that show that's big, jacked, ripped, thinks he's tough, that stepped or had a word with Chris, Chris has never backed down. I like, agree with I that. I don't want to fight you. Like, so a bully will pick on the Adams or the you know the little weasel kids, and, and that's it. And then when you see like the other alpha male kind of bark at him, they'd be like, oh, Chris has always been like, what the fuck's F- up? Y- Let's do yeah. this. Yeah, and FYI, I like like where like we had Richie Incognito, you know, the guy who got in trouble for actual bullying. Like yeah. we're pro bully, so <laughs> we we are. We're, I'm not saying that like a yeah, dismissive. And, one. No, no, but there's but there's two versions yeah. of bully. Yeah, there's the alpha right. male bully, and then there's the bully that only picks yeah. on people weak. And yeah, then, oh, you know? which is so not really it's not, everybody. Yeah, yeah. we're we're the just, alpha male he, version. He, he, yeah, I mean, I think if you if you fuck with anybody long enough, they're gonna bite back. Absolutely, you know. Now it's too late. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's all sorts of rumors, too, about that fight that that was like we only saw on camera a sliver of it. Is that uh, true? Yeah, I mean, apparently um, some cameras were broken. Apparently, uh, I mean, you look at I'm not going to sit here and act like they just manipulated it and made it seem like it was something it wasn't. I mean, they can only use what you give them. Right. But But there's more to a story. You know, now what they typically do is they they see something they want to show. But they, if they don't have the beginning, middle, middle, and end of it, you know, they got to, you know, do whatever they got to do, right? But, yep. uh, you know, when it came to that big fight, I honestly thought I was being set up because here I am. I'm in this room. All the dudes are in the room. Little ass Adam is fucking with me, <laughs> right? Yep. And, he, and I'm, dude, get off me. What are you doing? I know what you're doing. I knew what it was. They convinced, I personally think that they convinced him. Was he wearing feety pajamas? Yeah, he was. He was, wearing, he was wearing full dude, ball footy pajamas. clean off his back. Anyway, look at <laughs> I, I think they came to him like, dude, you're the smallest dude. You ain't going to last long. What's up? How about this? Better yet, we'll keep you around. Blah, blah, blah. All you're going to do is get him to lose his cool. He's been known to lose his cool. Because, you know, I was, at a, I was you know, a young kid running around, chip on my shoulder, didn't give... A fuck about anything, you know what? Well, fuck you. Why? Well, yeah, you want to go? Because I looked at it like I'm not the bad one. If you're gonna make me look bad, I got people I gotta go home and answer to. So I'm not gonna look like a sucker on the show, you know? Right. Yep. That's how stupid I was, you know? And you know, he kept going and going and going. I knew what he was doing. And it finally got to the point where I was just like, you know what? Fuck it, let's go. But then, you know, I got him on the, you know, I socket him, hit him. I was like, well, and then I'm choking him on the ground. I'm on the ground like, say something now, huh? Motherfucker, say something now. And I got him on the ground, and all of a sudden, everyone's peeling me off. No, no. And I get up. I got one dude holding one arm, one dude holding the other. I'm laying on my back on the bed. Adam's trying to come over the top and throw haymakers on me. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Get off me. Get off me. No one sees that, though. You know, and, oh, the camera must have broke. I don't know what happened. Everyone was sitting around watching it. I'm like, I thought, you what, what's going on? I'm getting jumped. Like, you know what I mean? And <laughs> right. at that point, and then I finally get loose. I'm like, fuck it. This house is going to burn. And that's when, you know, next thing you know, I'm chasing him around the driveway. Yeah, better than he's a fight Stop! He's, he's got to kill he him! He's his, kill he literally him. eats his way through the fucking I'm wall. So they have people, so you know I was like, I mean? yeah, get, get the, the wall, dude. It was, uh, it was Go through. I mean, I, you know, it's not necessarily something I'm, like, super proud of. You won. You won the fight. Don't touch me. It's not about, I don't give a I win every fight. You, you kidding me? Yeah. I will smash his head and eat it. You know, I, I look back on things now, you know, being 35, you know, my entire adult life was on TV and I've done a million of these shows and 
you know, and I do miss it sometimes, but sometimes, man, I don't know if I can do another one. Like, that, I don't know. Are you going to do another one? I don't know. The thing is, I, I, I have... Do they pay differently for different guys? Like, you're... They, they, like, there's a, right there's now, a scale. it sucks because there's a scale. it's boring. There's a scale. There is. There, there's a, so there's you must be, like, a top free agent then, right? Yeah, I mean, who else could they have on that show that they had ever want? I mean, there's a couple guys, I guess, who make it interesting. Well, it's not that they... You know, it's, it's, a weird, it's a weird dynamic because the longer you're there, the more they're going to pay you. Right. But typically what they do is they typecast certain characters to fit a certain mold. You know, you know, you got the token alpha male, the token smart kid, the token gay guy, the token whore, the, the token good girl. You know, they have all that and they just put a different face on it, you know. But some people who who have made an impact, they, they draw more of a crowd. They bring in more traffic. Yeah. You know, and so they they do return. But. If they can find someone to fill the same spot that's only been there a couple years compared to eight years, they'd rather do that. And I think that's what's happening now. Like the real world is not really pumping out a lot of cast. Now no. it's all like, are you the one and stuff like that? And it's all these rookies that are coming in, you know. What about let's move on to the other. Uh, uh, there's so many scenes I love. But you're choking out Kenny. You guys are wrestling. Oh, I was so fucking angry. He's oh. tapping out. <laughs> you're just holding the. You're holding it in. And he tapped out. You almost. You almost put him to sleep, and you were shit faced. Then was, you got a bloody nose. Dude, this is your teammate. You're choking him out on the first night. It's like, you guys are teammates. You guys are friends. It's our first night in this house. And now you wanna now you wanna fight? If not, come right back, I'll bang you right it, uh, it's Look, cool. in all fairness, though, that That's, nosebleed could or may have been from a bender that I, <laughs> before I had actually gone on the show, like a last hurrah before I yeah. go away. You know, I don't know. I'm not saying I'm just saying hypothetically. I didn't see him hit me in the nose. <laughs> and then, you know, but I, I'm re- <laughs> you, you, you just punched Davis in the face. Okay, what look, happened there? All right. Look it. I mean, in all fairness, I don't. I By just, the way, I love the character. I hate this it. is what people like. Yeah, well, look at it. Look at it. In all fairness, it, it, everyone needs like seem a like bad a, guy. Well, they made it seem like it was a hate crime. I mean, look at it. If anything, I hate everybody just as equally. All right? As do we. Right? So that, that's not that. But if it's 3 o'clock in the morning, you're trying to get a little fruity on me, and you push it up a little too high, and you won't back up. And I'm like, dude, back up. What are you trying to do? Hey, and I'm doing this, right? And he's like trying to be all getting all close. And all of a sudden, he gets hit with a knuckle. And I'm like, oh, my bad, dude. My bad. You all right? He's like, oh, no, I know you didn't mean it. It's okay. It's fine. He goes into the bathroom, sees his little, sees his little bone bubbling up. He's crying now because it's right before the title shoot, and there's no way, there's no way he's gonna be able to hide it. Next thing you know, his teammate comes in, and is like, "No, what are you doing? No, no, it's not fine. No, no, he did this to you on purpose. No, you can't put up with that." Bye bye. Next thing you know, he's crying. I'm getting woken up at three in the morning by Kenny. Why'd you do that? I can't believe you did that. I'm like, "Come on, bro. I'm like, really, you guys? Here's the thing. I understand it's a game and all, but like, you can't. You know, I, I think there has to be some sort of." Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, go if you want to get rid of someone, I feel like you should go it, play it, play it within the rules, right? Or you go head to head with someone. But I think if you if your game plan is based on technicalities and trying to find a loophole to get someone disqualified, like it got to the point with that tactic that people were doing. You were like an NHL well, guy. There, no, no, no. But no, like, but what what would happen is because 
you know, I'm responsible for it. I'm a dad. I take responsib- responsibility for my actions. But because that type of tactic worked on me, what happened was it, it started to trickle down to the point where if somebody got into an argument with somebody, they could say they felt threatened. And then that person would have to leave. Because some girl who was running her mouth to some dude and he bought bit back, all of a sudden she feels threatened and that guy has to go because it's a liability. And then I feel like it 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 deteriorates the 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 what's the word I'm looking at the I guess integrity, integrity of the yeah. integrity of the show. You know what I mean? When yeah. all of a sudden it's like now you're just Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's just, like kinda on the best behavior. You can't be yourself. I mean, it's PC, which right. I think and that and I honestly I and I sent you a text early in the week. PC is killing, you know, comedy. Totally. Totally. And that's PC's killing anything. And, and that's why here, like you, your character has resonated so much with myself from when I watched it all the way to our crowd. That's kind of what we're it's you see a guy who's kinda of unapologetic doing all this shit. It's like, what is going on? Ah. Even even like the move you did and I and with Johnny Bananas, which I know is like one probably one of the most legendary moves. The, when you had the Johnny backpack, yeah. when, you, oh, when doing, you walked across the room yeah. with him, that was hilarious. It, it, I've watched that. I watched that today <laughs> twenty That's just times. Great. He just like. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it was it was a transformer walk. He described it perfectly. Yeah. You were like power walking wow. down, wow. and then and then just for show, you you backed up and, and slammed him through the cans. <laughs> into, into the yeah, metal yeah. trash can. He just gets up and he's doing like this transformer power walk with the Boston Mumble, and he carries his custom made Johnny Bananas backpack to the barrel in about five seconds. I can't even believe I'm actually witnessing this. I will tell my grandchildren about this. I'm looking up at the sky, at the stars, enjoying this beautiful night we have here in Prague, only to be rudely interrupted by being uh, dropped onto a metal trash can. (laughs) Am I hurt? My pride and my ego's hurt. That's what's hurt. How many times... Like, have you rewatched that clip? Just being like, man, that was fucking ah. awesome. Like, if I had a, at that point when I watched that, I was like a little confused. Like, why isn't he playing like pro football right now? Like, it was just such a athletic move to take. How big is Johnny Bananas? I mean, I yeah, want to say he's, he's like five ten. I would say middleweight. He's like my size. Yeah, he's not small. So he's not I like, mean, he's just not he, like a hundred pounds or nothing. He's just a, threw him on the back and, and went. That moment. I mean, that's is that I was the, fired up. You know, honestly, when that moment came, I uh, they invited me out to do a special appearance. I've never done anything like this before. I at this point in the game, before I got on that show, I thought I was done. I thought the lawyers were like, he is just a liability. We want nothing to do with him. So you know, I honestly felt like. You know, I was in solitaire, solitary confinement, and this was my chance of, like, getting parole. You know what I mean? I and uh, Mike had to be cool, so go ahead. Sorry. And uh, I felt like uh, this was my second chance to come back, so I felt like I had something to prove. So I didn't know who I was going up against. I didn't know what I was doing. I just came out of the dock, like, let's go. And then I found out it was bananas, and I got all fired up because me and him— uh, weren't getting along at that time. Um, you know, me and him always kind of, we, we've talked trash in the past with each other, but we never had the chance to go head to head. And this was our first time. This was like when the, the rivalry, I guess, like really took off. Yep. And, um, you know, TJ said go and I don't know. I know. I think a lot had to go into, like, all the moon, the moon and the stars all had to align at the right time. And I, the, my whole game plan was, like, try to get to, like, to move a little bit and hold it. 
move a little bit, hold it, move a little bit, hold it. And as I was getting closer and closer, I think what happened when he would kind of use his own way to guess himself. And so, like, if he tried to, like, pull a fast move and flip to the uh, flip all of his way to the other side, I would just let him do it and just hold it. And then I don't know how it happened. I, I don't think I would. <laughs> there's no way I would ever be able to do it again. I you wish know? we had the, the we may have to put in the visual because he, he's literally you like a rag that doll. And that thing's classic. The, yeah, the yeah, rag I mean, doll that, on top. That's inhuman. Yeah, that was like. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, you know uh, that, and also that the 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 event where you had the football pads on, uh, and you just that's another thing. I Tyler. swear to God, I think Adam cut a deal with them because all of a sudden you guys were friends during that. Dude, I was trying to butter him up, but he was best friends with them, and he, I, just, yeah, he picked the balls out wrong or something. He picked the balls out wrong, and then he's lying on the ground. He won't get up. He was always he would always take their back when I was defending him. I'm like Adam, they're clowning on him. Like there was one scene in the bar, and I'm like, dude, Adam, you all right? What's up? No, I'm just getting tired of these kids clowning on you. All right, you good? He's like, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. And that's when they got in my face. I'm like, what? What are you gonna do? What? You want to do this now? Let's go. And I'm like, you're all right, bro. And he was like, yeah, I'm fine. But he was kind of giving me that attitude, like, dude, what are you doing? You should embarrass me in front of my friends. I'm like, dude, I'm the only one who has your back here. I'm the only one on your team. And I remember when they, I don't know if this is true. This is all hypothetical, right? Whatever. They're in the pit, him and Tyler are just laying there in the middle, just having a little a little talk. I don't know. It's probably, it reminded me of the first, um, you know, the one that when he cut the deal with everybody, I can't even remember the name of these shows that I'm on in order, but the one when I got into a fight with him and chased him around the driveway, when I felt like he was cutting a deal with everybody else. Yeah, right. And I felt like he was doing the same thing because all of a sudden he just wouldn't move. I'm like, dude, you're a fast, agile, shifty, smart kid from Stanford. There's no reason you should be tired right now. Do you, do you think... He has like nightmares of you. You know, and I'll tell you what, he um after we did the reunion for that show, he uh you know, he had a little heart to heart with me when he came up to me and I could see in his eyes where he felt like um guilty. Remorse. I would yeah, I was gonna say guilty, guilty but I was gonna say remorse. You know, it felt like ah, uh, yeah, you know, we probably we probably could have won that, the, you know. The meanest I remember, Chris, and this is coming from someone who grew up on, on any of the shows, was when that fat kid, I don't even know his name, Big Fat Red. Oh, we're going to get to him. Died big, of a heart attack. Big, big he and, died. And he's like, get the fuck up. You, you, and the kid's like, you, did, I'm like, you actually wrote like, it. <laughs> he rotated. At first, at first, he said he was swimming with him and said, I believe he said you were going to drown him if he didn't make it out of the But then... Someone else yelled at him, and he's like, "You don't yell at him. Only I yell at him, <laughs> or something that expect." But then he legitimately was dying; like his eyes are rolling oh, back. Oh yeah, it's yeah, unhealthy. Yeah. I'll tell you what: that big easy in that challenge is one of the biggest mistakes I ever made in a challenge, and it was a hard lesson for me to learn because. And this is one of the reasons why I respect Benita so much in the game because he always stays focused on the prize. Now, me and him weren't getting along. He was on my team. He's a great competitor. You think now, looking back on an easy decision, get rid of easy and keep bananas. Yeah. But at the time, it was like, fuck you, well, fuck you, fuck me, well, fuck you. I'll get everybody against you and get rid of you. I'll keep my buddy Big Easy here because me and him drink Jack every night and we have a good time. How about that? If I had, if I played smart and I had gotten rid of Big Easy, even though he was my friend, I would have won my first challenge. Big Easy was pissed about that, wasn't um, he? Give me a break. You know that that final was, that final was 1.2 miles long with breaks in between. Give me a fucking yeah. break, Wham. bro. But he he 
He was his eyes. He looked like he had biggie eyes. Yeah, he had one eye eyes were rolling like, oh, back. Yeah, and he, he was, was pale. Yeah, I was yeah. like, he might be dead. Uh, who no. was the guy in the back? The, the guy in the back was actually uh, he was trying to keep him. He was the only one like he's dying. You know, like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you had his chain. He would drag money chain, and he was sort of dying. Big Easy, yeah, Biggie's death, I, and, then, and then also you're you're the the quote. I use this quote. You probably don't even know this. I use this quote on the blog. Probably like ten times a year, just in related <laughs> shit, yeah. which is I'm gonna take money out of your pocket every day, every way, off camera, every way. Do you know what that's from? No. You said it to Wes when you were in F- Wes's face. Yeah, you were Uh-oh. absolutely they, shit faced and, and shit on when him you were going toe to toe when you were when he was trying to poke you, but you, you were, I think, right? Yeah, uh, that's when I started to learn. He threw my mattress in. the Yeah, pool. he threw your yeah. mattress yeah. in the yeah. pool, and you yeah. were just riding him, riding him, riding him. <laughs> You guys gonna try to throw us in every time? I'm gonna do whatever I have to do to get you out of here. You wanna send me home early? Take money out of my pocket? Take bread off my family's table? I'm gonna take that personally now. You just justified it for me to rip a motherfucker's head off. You can't stop me. I'm gonna fucking take money out of your pocket all day, every day, off camera, every way. I'm coming straight for you. I will snap your fucking neck. All I do is smash heads, bro. If I go home, everybody's getting hurt. Die, die. Die. And you had that quote that it was, uh, yeah. hey, Wes, I'm going to take money out of your pocket every day, off camera, every way, which has actually made like so much sense, like you're doing it off camera, too. And I use it. It's it's <laughs> like, honestly, yeah. it's like Sophocles. It's brilliant shit. <laughs> yeah. I've been called many things. But so who would you say? It, who would you say if you were fighting somebody? <laughs> who would be the toughest fight if you're fighting somebody? From the challenges? Yeah. Derail. By, by far. Derail. Yep. He's a monster. And you're generally, I mean, I'm not a big guy. I'm like 5'10". They must not have huge guys on there because you've always been even taller most of the time. You're like 6'6", like 1". Six, six, yeah, when which I, is when I'm training and in huge, shape, yeah. I'm like 205. So, right now yeah. I'm like 250. So, so is, I mean, is Royds, was everyone on Royds? Uh, I can honestly say I've never done roids. Really? No. I would I would have guaranteed that you're on Absolutely the show. not. No, no absolutely I, I'll back not. him up on that. I'd no. pull his yeah, here's, here's, Why wouldn't train. you? Well, here's, I hey, hey, look, here's what you can tell. When someone's on juice, okay, you take someone who's been... Where are the guys on the I've show been consistently juice, right? the same size, and if I'm not the same size, I just look beefy and fat. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't look super skinny. Now, I'm not going to na- say any names, but if you look at some dudes who are just straight diesel on one show, and they come back straight bone rack you know what i mean that's who you can tell you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. it's i mean not, i would do it to be honest i'd do it if i was I going on the show that. if i'm taking my fucking show well, it, it's seconds. not you would think that's a good idea but it's not because here's what happens you're there for six weeks right and you, you're not going to your gym at the house you get the little makeshift gym that you have on the property right yeah but at the same time you the whole diet's changed you're not working out nearly as much you can't take it while you're there because why so what happens is you start to deflate and then next thing you know, you're getting mopey, you're getting real Winded. skinny. Yeah, you're not, you know, you can see it. So yeah, that's good to be big and strong and squat 500 pounds for eliminations, some eliminations, you know, with these challenges, you, it's, you don't know what you're going to get, you know. So, but it's not going to help you if you're on sauce if you're doing a final. It's, right. it's not about, for the most part, these challenges, it's not who can lift the most. It's who can carry their own weight the longest. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they equal it out, right? Attrition. Yeah. It's about yeah, attrition. Right, it's right, not right. about... So who's your Hall of Fame, then? If you had to put a Mount Rushmore, not yourself not on it, we're going to put you on it, other guys that you'd be like, 
These are the best who ever did it. Uh, well, first I'd have to go bananas. He's definitely the best who ever did it. I mean, the guy's got, I don't know how many rings. Um, that, I would say, female-wise, I'd throw Paula in there. That Key West cast is pretty strong. Um, uh, for girls, guys. Some of the ones I had on there, I don't know what you'll go ahead, think. Go throw some at me. Derek. Derek, he's uh, he's that he's a little pit bull man. He's got one of the biggest hearts, um, definitely for sure on the challenge. Um, what about the Hall Miz? Of Fame? The Miz, the Miz pulled <laughs> off some stuff. What I like about the Miz is that he always stayed true. Whenever he was on these challenges, he always talked about being a wrestler, and I was like, yeah, 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 whatever, do you crazy? Next thing you know, that motherfucker's holding up the belt, and it's just like, wow, good for you. Yeah, seriously, he did it. Good yeah, for you. Was he? Was he athletic? Um. I mean, he won a few challenges. Just like, but I said, I tell you what, the best Hall of Famers for me would be, I would say like The Miz because it would be people that actually took the show as a stepping stone and applied it to other things. Like, like The Miz. Yep. Jamie Chung. Yep. She's a monster she's now. She's a superstar. Yeah. Superstar. Yeah. I mean, I think she's actually the best. The hottest girl well, that's ever been on the show. She, I think it was Inferno 2. Um, Do you agree with that? I mean, how hot is she? In she's person? amazing. She's amazing. I think she just got married. Did she? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, but she really blew up. So but the people, I think the Hall of Fame, I think would be people who actually did something after. There's another cast member who actually is in Congress. There's another cast member who's on the lead of Grimm. Oh, I don't know shit. if you guys watched that sci-fi show. I know what the I show is. is. He's it. the lead in that. Uh, what's her name from Ladder 49? So, you know, when I was going, when I first started this, um, it was right after the Vegas season, which was like the pinnacle of Vegas the real was world. The, like, that was yeah, like the highest. The wildest That was season. the highest. Yep. You know what I mean? And then the only thing, I mean, that could have beaten that was like the Jersey Shore. They killed it, yep. right? Um, then I was the next season after that. And for me, that was like the golden age. Like I was doing cl- uh, club appearances and all that for good cash. Now it's so oversaturated with cast members. Reality TV is everywhere. The market value is depreciated so bad. There's no, first off, like I'm not trying to do that anymore. Well, I'm surprised you haven't gone on a different show. Like, oh, I, have. I a- did the crawl show. What'd you do? Oh, oh, I knew that. I knew that. But I'm talking like uh, uh, Survivor or uh, Well, they're not like- going to do that. They're not going to mix and match. It's two different production well, companies, Boston two Rob, different networks. Did Boston Rob do a bunch of? I don't know. Is that all one network? I don't I know. I think that's all one network. You know what? At the same time, I don't. My whole point I was getting to was uh, reality TV. It, it was. The problem is, it's you're in the entertainment world, but it's, it's kind of frowned upon. Or it was. Where once you're there, you're stuck. You can't get out. And you look at someone like The Miz or Jamie Chung, they've actually gone through that and still fought their way out. And it gives people like me hope to do something. Me personally, I just, I didn't, you know, I look back on things like, you know, I could have, would have, could have, should have tried other things. But um, nowadays, it's much easier for somebody to use reality TV as a stepping stone to move on to something else. Yeah, I actually want to bring that up. Your Instagram handle, what's the name of it? Not Famous, Famous for Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, see... I, to me, that's almost like a bullshit handle because, again, there's been a million now characters on these reality TV shows yeah. on MTV. Yeah. The, the ones that matter, there's probably five of them, like yeah. maybe ten. But, you're, yeah, you're but in you, it. But think about it. It's like an oxymoron, right? Where you're, yeah. What are you famous for? You know, in my 20s, I like to think that, you know, I got lucky, hit the lottery, I won a free trip. You know, I didn't think my 15 minutes was going to last 15 years. Um, and, you know, I feel like I've done enough you know, with that type of stuff. And I just don't, I've done, I don't have anything else to prove. I don't, and I, I feel like I've done my time. Now I think there's something else I can do. 
in the entertainment world, but you know, I don't. I'm not quick to just jump on anything, you know. So give people just an update. It was all the CT fans. What What are you doing? Like, what What's your life like now? What are you doing as you look? I for live the next a nice, move? quiet life. I uh, I went dark over the last couple of years. I just didn't want anything to do with anybody. Um, and uh, you know, I uh, you know, I have a different appreciation for privacy now. You know, um, right now I live by the beach. Flip flops and palm trees for me. I don't, you know, I'm on my business. When's know. the last time you were in a fight? Actually, funny. Uh, I think maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago, I was in Nashville. Some kid just straight up fucking soccer punched me from behind. Didn't even knock me out. I get up. My friends are holding him back. I was like, let him go, let him go. He comes in, and I literally just grab both of his wrists and I put my forehead on his face just so he wouldn't headbutt me. And I just sat there and gave him a Wes. And just in front of everybody, and people just started laughing. And he was trying to pull away, and he couldn't pull away. And it just, the thing is, yeah, sure, back in the day. What you said? No, I had, him, I had him by his wrist, and I pulled him in tight. And I just put my head against his head so he couldn't headbutt me. And I just sat there, and I just just gave him a verbal beating. And everybody started laughing at him and all that. But um, the thing is, I mean, I don't want to fight. I'm fucking, I don't want to fight nobody anymore. I mean, I, like, put up your dukes no more. I mean, it's not in the streets. It's not on a TV show. You don't know if you're going to get stabbed right. or something stupid. Arrested. Never mind. Some dude talking shit. You bang him out. And then you get sued for it. You're in the paper, TMZ, all that. You get a record. Oh, I'm good, man. I'm good. You've had a crazy life. Yeah, poor me. Right? Poor me. Well, that's the thing. You know, I, you know I'm not in, uh, I, just like it. I like quiet. I like quiet and slow. The Dave Short on Show brought to you by SeatGeek. Our friends at SeatGeek, they sponsor my show. They sponsor KFC's show. They sponsor part of my take, Caleb's show. You name it, they sponsor it. Um, SeatGeek, what they do, they aggregate all the ticket information from across the country, all the different outlets, brokers, blah, blah, blah. They find you the best deals, and then they have an algorithm that actually tells you what the best deal is. So it could be a 20th row seat where it's undervalued ticket that would get an A rating. Could be the last seat in the whole place because it's so cheap compared to everything else around it, that's an A rating. So they tell you where your money is gonna get the most value. It's a great way to do it. I've bought tickets from there. I've had nothing but great things to say. You get a $20 rebate off your first SeatGeek purchase if you use the code PREZ, that's P-R-E-S. They send you the $20 after you've made your first purchase. You're just gonna download the free SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab and click add a promo code. You'll put in PREZ, you'll get 20 bucks free. The stoolies have emailed me pictures of their tickets so I know it's not crap. Download the free SeatGeek app and enter the promo code PREZ, free $20. Thanks again for the support, SeatGeek. What do you guys have so we get this to make oh, sure that's we get just, all this I stuff? mean, this is a comedian from was going to come on with us We So we were just trying to, Paul Verge, we're doing some stuff with some Yeah, so anyway, since, wait, what, what am I up to now? Right now, we're working uh, on, Johnny's got a new project he's working on. Uh, that's why I got this monster beer. We got two projects. We got, we got, we get the, you know, we got the horror movie. You know, I don't want to get yeah. too much of it up, but yeah. Chris is, nah, Chris, nah. yeah, you know, nah. you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we but got a lot out of that he's, one. He's involved. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can tell him the concept of it. What's the thing of it, Kowloon? Did you want to mention that? Yeah, I absolutely want to mention that. Um, well, Ka- Paul Verzi was supposed to be here, but uh, he had a he had a show. He's been he doing was a show. Do. Yeah, we were all late and stuff. But um, Paul Verzi's been touring with Bill Burr. He's like Bill Burr's like number one guy. He's and he had the number him. one comedy album on, yeah, on iTunes. On iTunes, right? and, and the number he's two got a podcast. The, the Verzi effect. Yeah, 
Paul Verzi's killing it in the You should come down game. with us to the show. Yeah, if you want We to owe you some drinks for coming yeah, late. Yeah, I want to see him tonight. You may have to really convince me to do that, but we'll continue. He's, he's coming to the Kowloon. He's <laughs> coming to the Kowloon on, uh, <laughs> Kowloon on June 30th um, to perform there and uh, raise money for an event in a movement called uh, Fight, which is Film Intervention Again and High Team, which is a nonprofit that me and Chris Farone, he's, the, uh, he's an editor at The Dig. He does uh, Boston Institute for Nonprofit Journalism. We started it to get people involved in, like, people that want to be involved in entertainment, film, anything like that, that have had any kind of mix up in that, you know, the opiate epidemic back there. And obviously, there's tons of funding, and, and this needs to be an alternative because everything they're doing isn't really working. So we're trying to do something creative and different. So that's what that's all about. It's a cool cause. It's keeping our involvement in like the entertainment film thing, and then Verzi, uh, Greg Howell, uh, my buddy Zach Apotheca. It's going to be a crazy crazy show it's gonna be funny it's gonna be like a good and when is it uh june 30th june at the 30th. kowloon yeah it's a thursday <clears throat> evening it's gonna so be so can you go to kowloon.com to buy tickets uh, yeah you, you can go to kowloon um you go on my facebook johnny hickey and it's on a you know eventbrite post and verzi's posting everywhere like, all right for sure I appreciate it. Yeah. It was interesting hearing the stories, for sure. I hope I got anything. People will kill me if I forgot. I mean, I felt like uh, I touched around anything. I wish we had more time. I know we were a little late. No, you know? no. It was, um, I, I, yeah, I was actually glad I uh, finally got the chance to come on, because like I said, I feel like you guys have uh, showed a lot of love in the past. I really appreciate it. You know, Huge fans. I mean, huge yeah. fans. The show the show. It, it was like, you know what? You be that asshole, and you be proud of it. Right. <laughs> and you never waver from yeah, it. Yeah. You be that guy. And it's Dude. like, like you said to the thing, it's, it's you got all the way from Adam to everybody on the show that you're toe to toe. I mean, even in this, yeah. it's uh, Kenny West. What do you think of Wes? Yeah, Wes, I mean, I've won a challenge with him. You know, my only challenge. So I got a lot of love for him. <laughs> all right, good. All right. That's it. That's the uh, Dave Portnoy show. We appreciate you guys coming. Dynamite. Thank you. Thank you for having us. You want us back. Yeah. All right. The Dave Portnoy show brought to you by MeUndies. Go to MeUndies.com slash Dave. Check out what they got. Underwear, the most underrated, if you're a fool, part of your wardrobe. Everyone needs big game underwear. If you guys saw the picture I did, mimicking Bieber, I was wearing my MeUndies. They kind of look, make the junk look big. They're colorful. They fit perfectly. If you need a big night out in the town, MeUndies is what you got to wear. They have something called Model, and it, it's like the best fabric of all time. Um, makes it super comfortable. Makes it super... Look good, to be honest. Um, if you don't like your first pair of MeUndies, they're free, no questions asked. Uh, you can't describe the fit. You really can't. I bought like 10 pairs on my own after they sent me the free one for this ad. It's a fabric twice as soft as cotton. They're kind of elastic so they stick in all the right places. Uh, shipping is free in the U.S. and Canada. You can save up to $8 a pair with the MeUndies subscription plan. Get the subscription or a single pair. Get 20% off your first order when you go to MeUndies.com slash Dave. Get the subscription or a single pair and get 20% off your first order when you go to MeUndies.com slash Dave. That's MeUndies.com slash Dave. 20% off your first order. Again, MeUndies.com slash Dave. If you have ratty, loose-fitting underwear, you are going nowhere in life. That's just a fact.